0: <laughs> You're listening to the epically geeky show.
1: <laughs> sometimes when Eugene starts talking, I have to like check and make sure that like I'm not listening to something on like double time speed. Does that ever happen to anything? <laughs> what whatever you read. What's going on? I don't understand. Like just like I forget that he talks so quickly sometimes.
2: <laughs> he does speak fairly quick. He didn't used to be like that. <laughs>
3: That's a change that happened uh, when he lost all that weight.
1: Like, it happens, like, at least once a show. Like, all of a sudden, he'll start saying something, and I have to, like, check the Hangout thing. I'm like, no, 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 that's not a feature I can do on here. I can't make people talk faster. That is live. Oh, shit. Sorry. (laughs) I had nothing to do with anything. It just popped into my head. This is where the
3: robot thing
0: came from. (laughs) Okay, I think part of that is because... Hey, I'm trying to make sure that the show keeps moving. I'm trying to keep it absolutely and stuff. But, I mean, I normally – I listen to almost everything at double speed. I
1: know, and that's why I'm like
0: – yeah. <laughs> So I'm just used to – now, I probably should slow down because I notice I have gotten into a bad habit of saying um a lot. I
1: noticed um, that on my own. Yeah, like, so you know, I, you know, I probably
0: should try to slow down.
3: You know, Eugene, just because you listen, because you choose to listen to everything at double speed, that doesn't mean that everything happens at double speed. I
0: you know, know this.
3: That doesn't mean that's the appropriate speed and we're all just slow and we need to hurry up, goddammit. it.
1: You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky.
0: Welcome well, to the Epic the Geeky Show, episode number 50. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, When, uh, if, if, if given the option at a fast food joint, would you choose fries, tots, or onion rings, Cyrus Martin? Oh, wow. That is a complicated question. Uh, I, it is, because, <laughs> and I know what you're going to say, it depends on the restaurant, but you just... Doesn't,
1: it doesn't. Well, it depends on the restaurant, but it also depends on, like, what else you're getting.
0: Are we okay. gonna, or we could just
3: be like, uh, fries, tots, onion rings. Which one survives? The other two go on the fire.
0: I'm, I'm not
1: going to get to that
0: level, but go on.
1: Tots, tots go on the fire. If
3: I had to pick one as a yes. consistently good choice. Correct. Then it's going to be uh, French fries. Okay. But French fries are never the best of anything. French fries are a safe okay.
1: They're, That's a, not safe, true.
3: they're a safe okay. Like five guys. Well, okay. But what I'm saying is if there's a place that offers fries and also tater tots, there's a good chance the tater tots are going to be way better, but they might not be. And if they have onion rings, I love onion rings. A lot of people don't like onion rings, but I love onion rings and there's a good chance they'll be better, but they might not. So that's why, that's
0: why fries are the safe. Good. You're going with fries. I have to, sorry. No, it's it's your choice. It's all good, dude. Lainey, you've already kind of spoken up a little bit. Obviously not tater tots. So, uh, of the last... I don't
1: time. dislike tater tots. I just, like, I've never gotten tater tots and been like, yes, tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's,
0: there's another
3: t-shirt. Yes, tater tots.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, every time I've ever gotten tater tots, I'm like, mm, I should have gotten onion rings. This was a bad decision. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like even if I go to like Sonic and get like the tater like the the like loaded tots, so they've got like chili and cheese on them and shit, I'm like oh, I should have just gotten fucking French fries. Like this was fucking dumb.
3: You ever go to Sonic and get chili cheese tater tots with onions? Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Oh, that's good.
1: That onions, man, they take it to a new level. Mm. Hell yeah. But I I am a fry girl through and through. That French fries are like in my top five of things that I love about being alive. So.
3: Did I ever tell, tell you when I first worked, my first job I ever had was at McDonald's. And there's this one time this dude came in and said, I would like some freeze. And I was like, yeah, you want what? freeze? And I was like, you want a freeze? Go outside. And he was like, I would like some freeze. And I was like, I don't know what he wanted. I just stared at him. He, 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 French. he pointed down at the fries. And I was like, oh, you want
1: fries?
3: And he was just like looking at me like, Duh.
1: Yeah, dumbass. That's what I want. Free.
3: Okay, so you're you, you're
2: saying he's French. Like, do you hear this a lot up in Canadian? Canada, Can- well, yeah. Uh, usually, fries is pronounced free or something along those lines. So,
1: yeah. Interesting.
2: So, do they call them French free or just free?
0: They would just be free. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, we still call it Texas toast. I was just, I wasn't sure.
1: Texas toast is a totally different thing than regular toast.
0: True. I just didn't know. Anyway, uh, (laughs) speaking of Canada,
2: uh, Ray, where do you come down on this? Uh, It's tough. It really is tough because it depends on the I bet
1: there's like a fourth secret option in Canada that we don't know about.
2: There is a fourth option. And it's called called Frings. What? 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 Frings. So in in, – we have a – fast food restaurant. I think you guys have it. Harvey's. Yes, there are mm-hmm. some parties, yeah. So at Harvey's uh, they offer Fring's which is half fries and half mm-hmm. fries. So you Fuck get. Fuck
1: you. Are you kidding?
2: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have to decide. <laughs> well,
3: that's oh bullshit. God. So Is it literally Canada a bag with a fresh of french fries and milk and
1: honey and Fring's and I'm going.
0: Did you say Harvey's or Hardee's?
1: Harvey's.
0: Heart. Oh no! We don't, uh, have, you don't have
1: Harvey.
0: So is it just like French fries and onion rings in
2: the same bag, or is it some kind of a hybrid creature? So, so it's it's a we have a cardboard box that we get, and instead of one cardboard box, you get kind of a half of one each. So it's like two little ones side by side. And oh my
1: god!
2: Onion rings in one, and fries in the other.
1: Oh my god, it's like when you get regular and curly fries at Jack in the Box. Oh my yep. god. Yeah. Oh my oh, god.
2: Um, okay, so this isn't
3: the com- they're not combined into one superfood, it's just- <laughs> No, because
1: that would be in- that's some kind of bullshit that we would do here in America because we're assholes. In that's Canada, weird. they know how to keep things pure. They're like, I'm gonna give you both of these things because I'm nice friend, but I'm not gonna like make them into something weird and alien, I'm just gonna make yeah. them good.
3: We don't here. know when we don't know when to quit. We ruin everything.
1: We don't know when to quit.
3: <laughs> so yes, yeah, put nachos we
1: inside of our pizza crust and shit. Sorry, yeah, I get yeah. very upset. Yeah, about Yeah, this.
3: no, you're right. We we <laughs> stuff entire pizza crust now with cheese. They had the uh, I don't know. If I remember. I don't know if it was Pizza Hut or, or whatever, but they had they sell a grilled cheese pizza, which is which
2: is the whole pizza is stuffed with cheese. We do patine pizza, so <laughs> so they th- they're 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 not quite on
0: that level, but they've definitely fallen in in line. They're like that kind of <laughs> sounds like a good idea what can we what can we stuff in our pizza that's not stupid? That's right, so. <laughs> Y'all need, um, be, y'all need
3: to be careful with us, Canada. I'm just saying, we're we're a
2: bad influence.
0: We're a bad. <laughs> we are a bad influence.
2: You might be a bad influence, but we learn from your mistakes. But, uh, there you <laughs> oh, go. That's man. that. There you go. Um, to
0: You're me, like this is sibling. this is a no-brainer. I love onion rings. I understand. It also depends on where I'm going because. There are cases where the fries are better than onion rings, and then of course, onion rings aren't offered everywhere. But if the option is there for onion rings, I almost always opt for onion rings. Um, they're just awesome. I love onion rings. I always have, always will. Where, where's your favorite onion rings? Oh, geez, man, this is like a two-hour conversation. <laughs> Secretly, this, this is that's, the, there's, the, there's the there's the like. It's got the really good because it really comes down to the breading. Sometimes you like kind of the flaky breading. Sometimes you I like be good want and crunchy. that
1: crispy, crumbly breading with like the it's all crunchy and oh, oh, and I love, love so the bre- uh,
0: um, breading on a lot of the stuff. So mm-hmm. mm, I don't, I don't. No, I can't go into this. Uh, that, like I said, that's well, that's that's a whole thing.
3: Let's just compare two. Then we'll just say Whataburger
0: versus Sonic. That's actually a very good comparison because between the two, no, they are very same. I thought you were. I thought you said uh, no.
3: What, Whataburger and
0: Sonic is very
3: different. Yeah, yeah. This, um,
0: I would have to go with Whataburger on that one.
3: Yeah, Whataburger's has like the uh, almost uh, like um, batter like you would get uh, fish or something battered in. You know uh, you know what I mean, like Long yeah. John Silver's kind of fish batter. And Sonic's like something else. It's like uh, bread, almost like bread, like uh, breadcrumbs or something.
1: It's like a cornmeal type yeah, of.
0: Yeah, I cornmeal, yeah. Yeah, that's more.
3: It's yeah.
1: like if you took funnel cake batter and a cornmeal batter and like mixed them together.
3: Yeah. So which one did you say Sorry. you preferred? I said the burger. What about you, Lanny? What do you think?
1: Me? Uh, I like the Sonic onion rings. I like but that I don't, thing. I feel like you, I don't order, like onion rings are not my go-to unless I'm at a place that I know has shitty fries. <laughs> yeah,
3: you know, I like to go to a restaurant and get onion rings, you know, like a sit down uh, restaurant where you get like a really nice burger and cheddar's.
0: Mm-hmm. I love cheddar's because they've got a, a really good, uh, bacon cheeseburger and like the, they give you this tower of freaking onion rings and they are awesome. So mm. All right, now that we've talked for food about half an hour, um, <clears throat> I'm guessing the reason why that is is because uh, some of the members on this show are um, not looking forward to tonight's subject. Yeah, Ray, um, Uh Ray, what kind of onion really Shut you up. Get? No, listen. So um, – <laughs> So our good friend Jay uh, proposed this idea. He came up with this idea for a topic, and I was like, oh, this that's a really good idea. So I thought, let's go ahead and, and schedule it. Uh, even though he's not able to make it on tonight's episode, he did send me his list, so I'll be reading off his list as well. And um, last week we did uh, some of the best stuff from 2017. But from 2016, but a lot of people really look back at 2016 as to all of the deaths, which is kind of what we're going to be looking at tonight. We're going to be remembering some of the most heart-wrenching, just gut punch Character deaths.
2: Make Laney cry.
0: Yeah, from movies. Seriously,
1: get ready.
0: TV shows, video games, books, whatever. If if you read it, if you experienced it, it counts. And then uh, we're going to wrap up with at least one of the uh, actual actors that we've lost. At some point, didn't have to be from last year. uh, Which actor, actress, or uh, musician, whoever it is that's on your list, that their death just really hit you hard. So that being said... Would anyone like to volunteer to go first?
1: I'll rip off the Band-Aid.
0: All right, Lainey. What is the first character death that just, like, was a gut punch?
1: By the way, I knew I was a sensitive person, until, and, like, I was very aware of that. I think I forgot how sensitive until I started making this list (laughs) and came up with, like, no joke, like 20-plus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I just get very emotional about stuff, Um, but I think the death, at least the one that I can remember hitting me the hardest was, and this should come as no surprise to anybody, was Mufasa dying in The Lion King.
0: He was on my list.
1: Oh, my goodness. I, oh, God. Like, I still can't think about it too hard because it makes me very upset, but, like, The whole thing with Scar, and then he falls into the wildebeest stampede, and then Simba's trying to get him up. Oh, God. Like, it's just too much. I can't.
4: Yeah, it's... Plus,
1: like, I just find James Earl Jones' voice, like, so satisfying and, like, comforting. Yep. (laughs) My friend Molly and I always talk about that, like, with this movie. It's something like, Mufasa's, like, one of, like, our dream dads. You know? He's just... Uh, A plus plus kind of a person and it just makes you so sad. It was just awful. But I do. I remember seeing that in the theater and like that being the first time a movie had really, really upset me. Like made me beside myself crying. Hmm. So yeah, fun topic. Thanks guys! Yay. Awesome. We can Yay. thank you for that
0: one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. that really sucks, Yuning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I said, you can thank Jay for this one. Um, I'm going to go next. Um, I guess there technically should have been another one on my list that would be the first death, character death that really hit me, uh, but I'll add it here later. Uh, but mine is, I've talked about this multiple times. Uh, it changed my life, had a great impact on the person that I am. Uh, that's Optimus Prime. Like, to sit in a theater in 86... As a young boy and watch Mm -hmm. multiple characters that, you know, you, you loved, you know, watching every Saturday morning, like not just get shot, but like die in front of you. And then to see your hero on his deathbed and this, this whole played out, you know, thing, it wasn't just Optimus Prime got shot and died. It was literally, he was on his deathbed and he gives the speech. And then, you know, he slow, his eyes just slowly start to go out and then he turns gray and it was just, and then of course, uh, 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 the boys there crying and it's just like, what the fuck? What were you doing? Why did you do this? Um, but yeah, that hit and that hit hard and that has always hit me hard. Um, yeah, so Optimus Prime is, is without question, without doubt, absolutely number one on my list. So, uh, Cyrus, what's, uh, What's a character death that hit you? Okay, so
3: I don't think anything other than Optimus Prime really comes close to this for me. Uh, it's going to be Old Yeller. Oh uh, man! Because when we we're kids, we we're growing up. It's the '80s. Uh, Old Yeller, Texas author. You know. Big deal. It's a big deal in Texas. Okay. Maybe not nowadays. I don't know what the fuck kids do nowadays, but like when we were kids in the 80s, everybody read Old Yeller. It was was right here too. Okay. It was a big deal. Okay. And it was a movie that was made a long, you know, time ago. I think in the 60s. Yeah. 60s. Yeah. So, uh, we all read the book and we watched the movie in school.
2: Yep. And,
1: did you seriously watch that movie in school?
2: Yes, we did.
1: Oh, yeah. oh my God. More uh, than yeah. more
2: than once. More than once. Yeah. I think it was in grade two when I watched it.
3: Yeah. And uh, Old Yeller is one of those stories that, uh, you know, it's like you're a boy and, you you know, a boy and his dog and, yeah, uh, you want to protect your family, and you want to, you know, the boys entrusted to take care of things while his dad's away. And there's so many elements of manhood tied up in this story. Okay, now I understand it's going to be impactful for girls and everything. Also, I'm not, you know, whatever, but I'm just saying from a male perspective. Uh, well, yellow, it's written
1: from a male perspective, so it's right. a little easier for you all to identify with, for sure.
3: Yeah, for better or worse, easier to identify with. <laughs> uh, and so Old Yeller is famously one of those stories where dudes cry. It doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter whatever. Unless you're just a sorry son of a bitch. You usually cried at some point, uh, either reading or watching Old Yeller. Thinking about it, I fucking cried. Oh yeah, I did. I no because it's not just as simple as oh the dog died, you know. It's not that. It's
1: no. no Travis had to kill him, and it was awful.
3: It, it's it's the dog.
1: Spoiler alert.
3: Yes, God. Oh, what the uh, no. <laughs>
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ?
3: Like, like I said, there's so much that leads up to that, and so much that you invest yourself in, and the character, and what it means to. To, to have that responsibility put on you and then the dog's, you know, the dog is, uh, is helping. It's not just a pet. The dog is your partner. You exactly. Know? Yep. And your partner fucking saves your life, saves the family and his reward for that is to be put down, infected and, and, and then you have to put him down. You are what causes cool. them to die.
1: I'm gonna die. go hug Molly for an hour. Bye, guys.
3: <laughs> the, the emotional, yet, the emotional, oh, uh, you know, the the emotional catastrophe that this story has caused generations of people. Uh, I don't know of anything else that really matches that. And Louis L'Amour is Louis L'Amour wrote this or? I, mean, I have to look it up. I don't
2: yeah. know.
3: I think I'm wrong. I don't know. I, think, I think it's somebody else. I'm wrong, probably. But the guy who wrote this, what an asshole! I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> what a I fucking mean, dick. <laughs> uh,
3: he did this to all of us. But you know what? It's a lesson
2: that Fred Gibson. Fred Gibson. Thank
1: you. That fucking dick.
2: It's a cinnamon for uh, George R. R. Martin. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. There's a difference between
3: sadomasochism and <laughs> and, and trying to, Im, you know, impact a difficult lesson into youth. You know, there's I a know. big difference. <laughs> but anyway, that's why I picked Old Yeller, and that's why it's my number
0: one. That's a good pick. Ray, what's one on your list, man?
2: All right. I'm going to my childhood as well. Never-ending story. Oh, oh
1: no! Martins. I'm done. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> what is, what, Y'all are seriously what, killing me. I can't, I can't do it. I can't
3: do it. Trey, you
2: is trying to pull a, our. Ta- oh god, I gotta get, can't. I can't do
1: this. I gotta get I my alcohol.
3: Hang on. One for me. One for my.
1: Nobody. Nobody. Nobody told me, by the way, when I first watched that movie that that happened.
0: Oh, what a devastating... <gasps> How could they not tell you? Like Exactly. And like, as
1: a horsey girl, and that horse looks like mine, and I just couldn't... I, like, I remember like running out of the room and like locking myself in the bathroom crying. It was just too much.
2: So Chris and I were driving home, and we were talking about this scene, and, and she said the most devastating part is the way that they edited it. You know, he's pleading, and he's just begging, and then it just goes silent, and you just see him sitting in front of an empty swamp, and you know what's happened. Yeah. And it's, it's just like... Your heart and your stomach are just down in the pit of your being, and I, re- I, I, re-
3: I remember not being able to process that
2: when I was a kid.
3: I remember just not being able to deal with it. Yep, and it's a kids' movie. I, I blacked out. I blacked that out of my 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 thoughts for years. I didn't even remember that happened. I didn't
1: remember it until I saw it on a list when I was doing research, and I was like, "No, I'm not going to put that on there because I can't think about it too hard because it will literally."
3: Yeah, you want to hear something shitty? I no. I I had my daughter watch that movie. Uh, Why? I didn't remember that shit was in
4: there. No.
3: And then it got to that scene, and it was too late. I was like, oh. How old was she? Uh, Maybe 10. Oh,
1: no! Have y'all ever seen that video of the little girl watching Lion King, by the way, during the scene in Mufasa dying, and you hear the music, and you see her little baby face? Oh my God! I I can't see. No, I haven't seen that.
0: That sounds
3: horrible. I can't
1: can't even watch a video of a child watching it. Like there's a whole thing on
3: YouTube of nothing but that crap, where people film their kids watching horrible shit.
1: Horrible stuff.
3: People are their little
1: emotional journey. Oh, there's god. one that's way
3: worse than that, and I don't know if it's on y'all's list.
1: Oh, this one was okay because, like, you can hear her dad in the background, like comforting her and, like, oh, having. Well, that's a good one sit. then. Because, like, she wanted to watch it, and so it's it's sweet because he's like, "Baby, come sit with daddy. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay." You know, he's trying to like make her feel better. Like that was okay, but I'm just like, <laughs> oh god, like I feel your pain.
3: I was I was trying to say though, there's a movie worse than The Lion King that they do this to kids on. And I, I don't know if y'all will pick it or not, but if not, I'll get, I'll mention it with my next one when I come.
0: All right, uh, Lainey, what's uh, what's your next one?
1: Uh, um, okay, let's see. There's there's a lot on here, and I had them in a pretty good order, but I'm
3: what was, wondering what was, now. What was, what was, what was raised? I miss artax I... tax. That was, that
1: was... we just talked about.
3: <laughs> see, I don't. I blank it out of my thoughts. I, I don't want to <laughs> deal with it
1: okay my uh, my second one um I remember reading this and like losing my shit over it um but when Sirius black dies hmm.
4: yeah in
1: in the harry potter books i I don't know why that death in per- yes i do I know exactly why that death in particular, but like for some reason, Sirius's death hit me harder than any of the other ones that followed it like that one was it will always be the one that was just like a punch in the gut and i think it's because like you just you root for harry for so long and he has no family and you just feel horrible for him because of that and then he finally gets this like glimpse of his parents in his godfather sirius and then that's taken away from him. And, oh, God, it was just awful. Did,
2: did you hear there's a a fan theory about this one? No. It's it's actually pretty dark. Um, But it was that Dumbledore knew or sent Sirius there and knowing that he was going to go to his death so that he Harry wouldn't move in with him because then the spell would be broken.
1: <gasps> no. Yeah,
2: that's pretty screwed up. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, if that's true, then Dumbledore got his anyway, so. <laughs> well <Wow>, she turned.
2: <laughs> yeah, fuck Dumbledore. No, oh, I love all this The whole protection Dumbledore. spell, right? The whole protection spell. From- yeah. yeah. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool.
1: That's true. Oh, I don't like this.
3: Did y'all see that uh, comparison on Facebook where it was comparing evil lords, and it was like Lord Vader, you know. Uh, conquered all this stuff and everything, and then there was a, a Lord. So I can't. Oh, Lord Sauron conquered Middle Earth and all this kind of stuff. And then it was like, um, what was the the dude on Lord Harry Voldemort. Potter? Lord Voldemort <laughs> uh, uh, had had uh, great difficulty trying to take over a school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: When you put it in that comparison, it's. Uh... <laughs> a oh, good
2: voice. Uh, that's pretty good.
0: I just realized that we we skipped Jay's. Um, oh, one, yeah, one, yeah. one of the ones that Jay had on his list was um, <clears throat> Arnold and Terminator Two. Oh yeah, no, that's a
3: that's a good <laughs> that's, one. That, that was tough.
1: Literally did not know that that happened.
0: Yep. Uh, oh, so spoiler alert. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. At the end of uh, Terminator Two, like that was because you know. Scene. Yeah. Because you, you spend the whole movie. I mean, you know, the first one you see, the first one he's he's the bad guy, and the second one he's he's the good guy, and you spend the entire movie like trying to, you know, uh, he's given humanity. You know, you're you're falling in love with him. He does absolutely everything in his power to, you know, try to save Sarah Connor and and her boy, and then is like, you know, I have to do what I have to do, and it's just like, no, you don't have to do this. There's other ways around it. Yeah, that yeah. was that was kind of tough. And once again, he
3: cannot self-terminate. So, the kid they got to lower him in the damn thing themselves. Yep. yep. I've
1: sad. Never seen that movie.
0: Oh, oh such a good! You movie. gotta watch it. The very
3: last. I'm not thing a
1: Terminator is- person. I've seen like two of them.
0: No, you know the one, second one, uh, the one. If you're gonna watch any Terminator movie, the second one's the oh, one. Oh, you one would. You, you
3: know what? Yep. You would really like second Terminator it's because good. Lind- Linda Hamilton is a badass. You oh like my god! Car? Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, and, have to, and that,
3: to add to the movie, it'll probably help you enjoy it a little more. Uh, mm-hmm. She has these scenes in the movie where, uh, I won't spoil anything really for you saying this, but she's. Oh, locked.
1: I don't really care about spoilers.
3: You're good. Okay. So she's like locked up in the movie. And mm-hmm. there's some scenes where the guy that's watching her in the cell and everything and her get into like a, a fight, like an altercation. And during the scenes, Lyndall Hamilton kept trying to tell him to actually hit her because she wanted really to yes and he wouldn't do it what a fucking beast he wouldn't do it cuz he didn't want to hit her and then so she got so mad about it that there's a scene in the movie where she busts him in the mouth and it's real <gasps> <laughs> it's, I it's love not her. She's my not new make hero.
1: <laughs> I love that yeah she was a badass in that movie that's baller hell yeah,
0: yeah. um I, well I, so talking about childhood traumas, uh, I guess I have to put my first one that I didn't originally have on my list, but remembered and I, I have to put on there. Um, even though it, it kind of, well, well, it is what it is. Um, E.T. When I watched this movie, I was a little boy, and it was probably one of the first movies that my, my parents took me to see. And my mom will never forget, I'm sitting there watching E.T., and it, it's the death scene. Now, granted, he comes back, but still. There's a point in the movie where you're sure he's dead. I mean, he's dead for the most part. And at that point, as a young boy, I was so inconsolable, I literally jumped up and started walking out of the theater (laughs) because I could not take it that E.T. had died. I was just, nope, not having it, so I'm out of here. Um yeah you know, as an adult it doesn't really hit me that hard or whatever, but yeah, thinking back to it I'm mean, obviously it hit hard when I was a kid, so I have to add that one to my list so uh Cyrus, what's your next one?
3: Well, let's leave childhood behind for a minute um, right. there's a there's a death scene that happened that uh I think it uh is probably responsible for a lot of the revolution that happened in television. <laughs> in recent times. Um, and that's uh, Game of Thrones episode, uh, the last, uh, I think it was the eighth episode of the first season or ninth episode of the first season. Stop it. Have you Go not ahead. seen Game of Thrones?
1: No, I have. And I know what you're going to say.
3: Okay. Well. Mm. When, they, when they killed Ned Stark. Yep. God. I was shocked. Yes. I, that's on my list. I could not believe it happened. I I couldn't process. because it's
1: like all of a sudden it's just like that moment comes and you're like oh god oh god oh no 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 like you just like you like, want to like jump through the TV because you you're like surely what's happening happen.
0: it's like okay someone's going to shoot an arrow someone's going no, to shoot an arrow
3: someone's going to shoot an arrow that's, when I, an arrow.
1: that's yeah. when I knew I couldn't trust George R R Martin for shit
3: well you I know what? knew it the next episode they needed to have, and I'm glad they didn't do it on the last episode of the season because they needed another episode to make sure you believed it because yeah. I yeah. didn't believe it. I thought surely I didn't see that correctly or something's, you know, like, cause that doesn't happen. At least it didn't used to happen. And yeah. the next episode, they paint it for you in, in perfectly clear detail that uh, this is the world that exists. Yeah. And and uh from that moment that was the greatest show on TV. From and, and that and yeah, it was horrifying. But it told
0: you no one is safe. And yeah, because he was pretty much on all the posters. He was like Yep. He was the main character as far as anyone was concerned. It was like yeah. oh, Fuck, he's dead? What the hell? That was yeah. like killing Rick Grimes in the first season.
3: Exactly. It was the main character of the show. He was it was a, this show seemed to be about him, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> we didn't know that until that moment. We thought it was about him. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, very shocking. Yes, it was.
0: Yes, it was. All right. Too Ray. Much. What's your next one?
2: Uh, all right. So I'm going to go with this, uh, more, a little more recently. Um, and this one hit a little bit more seriously than other ones, just because it was, like, the fans of the show brought it back to be a movie. And I'm talking about Serenity. Oh. oh. So you got Firefly, and the fans begged and begged and begged for a movie. And we finally got one. And it's Serenity. And when Al, uh, Al Tuduk's uh, character, Ho- uh, Hoban... When he dies from like, just crashing and he saves everybody's life, but he takes his own in, in that moment. It's like, oh shit, nobody's going to survive this movie. They're going to yep. kill everybody. That's that's exactly what I thought too. I thought, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So that was, yeah, that was oh a, a, oh shit moment. Yes, it was. Man, that was harsh.
0: Yeah, because when he died, like when some of the other ones died, you know, it was it was hard watching, but he was the one that I was just like, no. Yeah,
2: yeah well, like I said, everybody really was rooting for all those characters to come back to, to whatever they could, and when you finally get it, and now you're watching them die on the screen, it's yeah, like, it's like losing the show all over again.
0: Exactly. That's, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of people that were like, hey, we're getting a movie. If this does really well, maybe they'll bring back the TV show. Nope. Yeah. Don't want that to happen.
2: Nope. <laughs>
0: Because I don't want to live in a world where they're dead.
2: Exactly.
0: So, yeah, that was rough. Um, The next one that Jay had on his list, uh, he actually had his broken into movies, TV shows, and video games. Um, The next one he had on his list for movies was uh, Tom Hanks' character in Philadelphia.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. I've never seen that.
2: Good movie.
1: Really? Yeah,
2: it is a good movie. It's a really good movie. Oh, well done. Hmm. I think everybody needs to watch that movie once.
3: It's depressing.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah, but the the character building in that, like if if you are into screenplays and you want to watch somebody uh, create character, that is a movie to watch.
3: You know, it's a different era because Tom Hanks' character is gay in the movie. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. there's so much in the movie that, you know, comes from... You know, like Denzel Washington's character has to constantly deal with this whole, uh, you know, dynamic of uh, homophobia and, you know, how it's related to AIDS and everything. Right. And uh, It's a very important movie to watch. You know? It really
2: is.
1: It, Interesting. It, That's on my list then because that actually sounds like something I would enjoy watching.
2: The opera scene for me is what, like really built those two characters and brought them together. I don't know if you remember that part, but anyway, yeah, I remember
1: that. So, all
0: right, uh, Lainey,
1: what's your next one? So my next one, actually, I do have a question actually, before I get too far on my list, am I, I know Eugene is very behind in game of Thrones and I oh, think one of yeah. my deaths on here might spoil it. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I am gonna save it, but I think Ray knows which one I'm talking I about. I know exactly which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I'm gonna skip that one. But um but my next one actually takes place in one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies because it is a play on one of my other favorite movies, and that is Hook.
4: Which just hook in,
1: oh. hook in general just makes me cry. I don't know what my problem is. But every time I watch that movie and he walks into the house and he says, hello, Wendy lady, I burst into tears. I just can't deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I just love it so much. But when when Rufio dies in that movie and he looks up at Robin Williams, oh, my God, yeah. just, I wish I had a dad like you. Oh, God, it's just – it's so – I don't know why they do this to us in these kids' movies, but it's just like <laughs> Rufio's character has finally come around, and you're so excited about it, and they're all fighting together, and it's just this big, huge, like thing, and it's uh, it's heartbreaking. That's a, that's a
3: good movie. That's a really right. good. So, that I, I is a
1: wonderful too. movie. I love that movie. The cinematography in that movie is beautiful. Mm, it is, it's it just is. so well shot, and I love like the way that they they play those characters. Because so, I usually have a really hard time when, like, non-Disney people do a play on a Disney movie that I really love. But I love that movie because it just feels so authentic and so real. So, But, yeah, I Rufio's death always really hit me really, really hard. It made, always makes me very sad. So, but, like I said, that movie in general just gives me all the feels. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: My next movie is... Um... Um, okay. So, you know, I'm not a, I'm a fan of, okay, well, okay. How do I start this? Um, uh, I've told everyone they need to be watching movies with Mikey. And, uh, last night I, or maybe it was the night before I was plowing through some of the other episodes and I got to the one where he's talking about Pearl Harbor, a movie I didn't care for. Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't
0: seen that movie in a really long time. I've never seen that movie. I don't
1: know if I've seen it all the way
0: through. He talks about it in that he thinks that's the turning point for Michael Bay, and I have to say, I kind of would agree. Where uh, Michael Bay was trying to do something more than, uh, uh, you know, what you know, uh, trying to do something that had a little more story to it, and you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, was wasn't just you know, just constantly you know. Uh, explosions, this, that, and the other, and it wasn't received well. And he's like, I wonder if this is what turned Michael Bay to going, well, fuck it. If people aren't going to care about all this extra stuff, I'm just going to do bombs blowing up and stuff like that. And you could, you could look at his, his filmography before and after that movie and say, yeah, I kind of see that because one of his earlier movies that I greatly enjoyed is Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of never course. It. Before you being know,
1: a father,
2: you never saw Armageddon. You haven't seen it? Nope. Oh my god! How have you not seen that movie?
1: Because <sighs> I thought it was super sad, and I didn't need to watch <laughs> another. Okay. Well, do you super mind if I tell happening? you what happens? Oh or? no, you can spoil it.
2: You're me. That's sure? Fine. Okay.
1: Spoilers genuinely do not bother me. You're
0: okay. Good. Okay. Um, when um
1: In uh, fact, Bruce I Willis's I, character oh, you know what happens. Yeah.
0: Harry is doing that whole speech saying, take care of my daughter and is having that whole moment where he's on the screen with her. That
1: I've seen that scene.
0: Yeah. That hurts. I didn't break. I I honestly teared up in the theater, but it wasn't until the point where they are landing. And, uh, once his face looks at the, the, the window and goes, no, Harry, you the man. I just, I started crying. I couldn't help it. Uh, just as a man, it was hard to watch. Being a father now, I don't know if I can handle it because I'd be like, "Yep, absolutely, I'm gonna go fucking die so I can save my daughter and everyone else." Yep. So, yep. Not even, not even, a, not even a second thought. That's that's not even a choice. So, uh yeah, you know, Michael Bay gets a lot of shit for, especially his newer stuff. I'm one of the ones who gives him shit for his newer stuff, but his older stuff, I a lot of it, I generally enjoy. So, and that's definitely one of them. Armageddon. All right, Cyrus, what's your next one? Okay. <clears throat> So
3: I didn't I was a fan of this show when it was when it was out, but I kinda tailed off watching it. I didn't I didn't commit to it uh as the seasons continued on. I didn't actually see this at the time. I saw this later. And I was reminded of it earlier today when doing research for this wonderful project that you've given us. What's mean, in
4: fabulous homework.
3: And uh I believe that Laney will be most uh affected by this particular uh, death.
1: Oh God. Because
3: I know Lainey liked this show too. Oh no. And all I have to do is tell you the name of the show and you're going to know what I'm going to be referring to.
1: Don't overestimate me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer?
1: I did. And I know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> Chris brought this one up. <laughs> okay.
3: There's an episode where her mom dies, and uh, I was very shocked the way that it was done in the show, and it was super realistic and not anything like Buffy usually is.
0: Uh, very. Is it a very
3: special episode? It was a very special,
1: I, on a episode. very special episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
3: Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah, it was like, uh, this feeling of helplessness, this, you know, this, uh, there's this horrible thing that's happened you can't do anything about and you're, you can't escape from. And yeah, very, uh, you know, um, I, I'm not going to say it was necessarily like emotional, like to the point where I, you know, felt like, I was going to cry or anything. It was more like emotional in the sense of like, you feel that in your chest, you feel that weight of anxiety for the situation.
1: I just think that that's a really great, that's a good sign of a show is when they can make you feel that same feeling. I love that.
3: Yeah, it was, it was great. And I have to say, uh, best acting that she's ever done. Uh,
1: Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Are yep. you saying that her role in Scooby Doo was not? <laughs> I just don't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Man. I did to go there.
3: <laughs> yeah, not so much. But anyway, I thought it was worth, you know, think what you want about the show. A lot of people didn't like it, you know, it was goofy. But, uh, that particular, uh, thing was, uh, on another level for that show. So, figured it was worth mentioning.
1: So good.
2: All right, Ray. What's your next so
1: one? Oh, Buffy. Sorry.
2: <laughs> so um, this next one, I I love Doctor Who. And Doctor
1: oh, Who. don't oh. You do this.
2: No, 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 no. This one's a slow build because oh. you don't realize. You don't realize it at the time when the when the when the character dies. So um, River Song is introduced to us.
4: Oh, River. And
2: and she she dies in the very first episode that you meet her, but with time traveling of course you you now get to meet her character throughout and fall in love with her, but you slowly dawns on you that this character's dead like so as you as you watch the whole show, it just makes it that much more devastating and uh yeah the it, the, if you ever get a chance to... like, If you've watched it and, and everything, if you haven't seen it, there's a YouTube video that you get to watch it from her perspective and they actually reverse the timeline so you see her timeline. It's really good. Wow, I'll have to check that out.
1: Me too. However...
2: Oh, when so. you said Dr. I thought you ultimate. were going a couple of other ones on there. Yeah, there like, let's say
1: so the 16 other ones that it could be. There
2: are yeah, no so joke. many from that one, but that, I picked that one because of how how non like it's it's insignificant at first
1: you have to keep reminding yourself though while you're watching it because like you know it's gonna come but you have to like it you're right though it's that slow build like oh so much
2: and then you you finally get it when she says uh we've never when he says we've never done that before and she she's like well there's a first time for everything is what he says and she says, and there's a last, realizing that that's her last kiss with him. So I thought that was, you
1: know. Oh, River. Yeah. Anyway. This is a real upbeat show that we're doing. I'm, I'm glad we decided yeah, to I'm, do this.
2: I'm reminded of a, a, a we're we're watching Friends over again on Netflix right now. And I'm remembering, uh, Phoebe. Uh, her mom didn't let her watch anything bad. <laughs> so she thought, she know, thought
1: old Yeller, Yeller had <laughs> babies instead of babies. Yeah. <laughs> <Then>, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not oh, with that gun, Travis. No, the end. The end. <laughs> I love that. I love that it's, show. That's a
2: great episode.
1: It's so good. <laughs>
2: All yeah, her right. mom will not let her watch anything bad.
1: Yeah. Her mom, oh God, that was so good. And then you find out too that her mom killed herself. Yes. And it's like <laughs> Oh, I love that show. It's so good.
2: Alright. Sorry. <laughs> uh
0: the next one that um uh Jay had on his list was uh Henry Blake's character dying on MASH.
3: Oh yeah, that's
0: a good.
1: I don't one. remember that.
0: That was very controversial the way yeah. that he did that. Uh, that was really shitty, actually, if you think about it. I yeah, because the whole you you went through what the whole episode, and it's about his dishonorable discharge or his honorable discharge, and it's like I'm going home and everything's gonna be great, and you know I'm gonna miss everyone and everything else, and then radar comes in and and reads the thing while everyone's in in uh, uh, surgery is like. He was shot down, and he's dead. It's just like, what the fuck?
2: Well, and I understand that they, they really wanted to show that they were in a war, and they, they as much as they didn't, uh, like they didn't really mix words or anything like that, but that one was like a, a true, no, this is a war show. Yeah.
3: You all know the writers didn't tell the actors what was going to happen, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they didn't. The the ending scene there. The only thing that they wrote in the script was Radar comes out and reads a message from him, and then everyone reacts to it. That's the only thing they wrote. So
1: that's when they pity and also a great way to get authentic reactions.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. So the reactions you see in that, those are real reactions to them being shocked.
2: Wow, that's crazy.
1: My goodness.
3: Can you imagine him having to read that?
1: No. He didn't know. That's awful. Kitty. I heard a kitty. Yeah, that makes my, me happier.
0: Mugo. <laughs> All right, Lainey, what's your next one?
1: So my next one is um, this stuff hit me in two different ways because I read it in the book and it made me very, very upset. And then I saw it in the movie and something about the way that they shot it in the movie like, really, really got to me. Um, So when I first read The Hunger Games, actually, funnily enough, when I was first reading The Hunger Games, it was right around the time that my nephews, Eugene's boys, were born. And I remember, like, being up at their house over spring break to try to, like, just be an extra set of hands around the house and, like, reading that late at night, like, being up with them and helping them make stuff. And I remember reading this scene like in the guest room or something like that and just like bawling my eyes out. But when Rue dies.
0: Yeah, that was tough. In that book,
1: it's awful. And like the way that it describes like Katniss grieving for her and it's horrible because she can't even really grieve properly because she's in the middle of this horrible game. It was just awful. And then when I went and saw it in the theaters, first of all, this is a movie that I'm really glad I saw alone. Because when that death happened, I mean, like, when they shot it in the movie, like, you not only see it happen, but you have, like, the added score behind it. And then it shows, like, it does a flash to her home district and her parents seeing it. And then the whole district starts to revolt. Like, it, oh, my God. I remember sitting in that theater having to, like, cover my mouth with my hands because I was openly sobbing. Like, Oh, it's just so horrible. Like the whole premise of that, of that franchise, like whatever you want to say about the movies and everything. But like the whole premise of that, of those books is just awful in itself because it's just a dystopian novel. Not what dystopian novels are, but like, Oh, just to like see this perfect, sweet little sunflower, just be another victim of these games is awful. So, but I just remember that death in particular, and I don't know what it was about her, what it was about her character that made me so connected to her. But that, like that death, got to me really bad. After I read it, it stuck with me for a few days. After I saw it, it stuck with me for a few days. It was a lot. Ah, oh, so real. We barely knew thee.
0: Um, I'm switch. I'm gonna switch gears here. Um, uh, uh, from uh, movies to uh, actually, I actually don't have one that's a TV show. Now that I think about it, but um, my next one's actually a video game. <clears throat> uh, I was in. Where was I? I want to say. I, I, oh, yeah, that's right. I I didn't play it when it first came out. I played it whenever I was in college. Uh, shortly afterwards. Well, I was at uh, Stephen F. Austin. And I was playing through Final Fantasy VII. Oh, uh, I know where you're talking
1: about. I've got no idea what you're talking about.
2: I know where you're going.
0: And the scene where Siparoth comes down and takes his sword and just runs Aerith through with it. I thought, oh, fuck. Like, okay, so we're about to have a battle. And we'll have to revive her. And who else is in my party? And then that's it. And it's like, you know. I, no wait, what? She's she's gone. She's dead. She's not coming back. Like this is no, this is a video game. I I can revive her. I've people have died in my party. I revived them. This is not happening. And like it hit me. I was that was a hard death for me. Uh because being a video game, especially a role-playing game like uh you know, there was this whole love triangle thing that they built up in the storyline and Final Fantasy 7 is still one of the best Final Fantasy games hands down. Yeah. But um yeah, seeing this character that, like, I had built up and was, like, part of my team and everything else and then just is gone was, like, heartbreaking to me. Like, I, yeah, it hit me hard. I know a lot of other people felt the same way. I was actually uh, – there was another guy that I worked with that was playing through the game as well, and he got to it about the same time. And we, like, literally walked into work the next day just like – I'm like, can you believe that shit? He's like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, that that was hard. That was a hard death for me, so. Yeah. Uh, Cyrus, what's your next one? All right.
3: By the way, I'm right there with you on that. That shit was horrifying. That was, Um, yes. Can
1: I just say, by the way, sometimes I get Final Fantasy and Final Destination mixed up.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, a little different.
3: A little different. (laughs) Not much. (laughs) Okay, this next one can be basically, I'm just going to read to you this monologue. Okay. Okay. Oh no. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Knowledge is what brings us together.
3: The worst thing that. All right, here we go. You ready? (laughs) The worst thing that ever happened to me was on Christmas. Oh God. It was so horrible. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and mom were decorating the tree, waiting for dad to come home from work couple of hours went by. Oh, my God, I
0: know what you're talking about.
3: Dad wasn't home. So Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light... to to try to light up a fire and that's when i noticed the smell. the firemen came and broke through the chimney top and me and mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird and instead they pulled out my father he was dressed in a santa claus suit he'd been climbing down the chimney on christmas eve his arms loaded with presents he was going to surprise us he slipped and broke his neck he died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus.
1: What the hell kind of horrible movie is this?
3: That's in Gremlins. Yes. Gremlins. Yes. Uh, I've Gremlins. never
1: seen Gremlins.
0: A Steven Spielberg movie. Child that literally, <laughs> it's literally... I mean, technically it's a horror movie, but it's kind of also more so just kind of like a sci-fi comedy. Because there's said. a lot of comedy aspect, aspects to it. But literally, midway through this movie, you know, you've got these little monsters running around, and you're, like, trying to deal with that. And literally, the movie just comes to a screeching halt Yeah, as she gives this monologue, and you're just like, holy fuck. And yeah. then the monsters come back out. And it's just like, what the what? You know, it
3: was a brilliant oh. movie because Spielberg did some stuff to really get you invested in what was happening, you know? My cat is really annoying.
0: Sorry about that.
1: False. It's all it sounds like Coco. It's making me very happy.
0: No, that's not Coco. He's he's overdoing something else.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know that anybody would ever try to do something like that again. You know, just like out of nowhere have this horrifying story and present it in this really disturbing way. That <laughs> like, yes. little kids are just like what? <laughs> Nobody's like can process that that just happened. You were a kid. That's
1: a double whammy because not only is dad dead, but Santa's also not real.
3: Yeah. Well, the, the thing about the first gremlins movie is this wasn't a ha 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 comedy. You know, the first gremlins movie was scary. It was, it was supposed to be, uh, yeah, it was silly, but the silliness was not so much like fun. As it was, this is nuts.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah, it, Grim, the first
0: Gremlins is a great movie. Oh yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is.
3: Second Gremlins, not so much. The second. Uh, yeah, not so much.
0: Uh, although Jay might, Jake keeps wanting to
2: bring it up. Um, he just likes Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. That's all. That's true. All <laughs> um, right. What's your next one? All right. Um, I'll go back to childhood. Okay fucking childhood. <laughs> this one uh chris again and i talked about this one this one hit us pretty hard uh land before time stop oh, stop boy. stop
1: you stop it right now oh stop boy it. oh it was, god little seeing
2: foot. little foot trying to wake <laughs> his mom up oh. that's tough that was bad man that was rough Ugh. Just yeah, that's enough. I don't
4: have to say anything more. Not- <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I know, oh, it's so bad. Mom.
2: Um, the next
0: one uh, Jay had on his list was uh Doctor Green from ER. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was never I was a huge
1: young for that.
0: I was never a huge fan of ER, so I've actually pulled up the Wikipedia and I was reading it. I vaguely remember hearing about it. Basically. He had a brain tumor and, like, started going through chemo in the show and then decided he wasn't going to do that. Fuck that. He was going to just, he was going to live the rest of his life the best that he could. And, like, literally, there are several episodes dedicated to him just slowly succumbing to cancer. And it's like,
2: wow, fuck. So.
1: That show came on after my bedtime, so I wasn't allowed to watch it.
2: We stopped watching before that came on. A particular so, yeah. I remember
1: hearing the theme song though while I was trying to go to sleep.
2: Oh yeah, Er,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Er, the Earth theme song. Yeah, I remember thinking, er. that. I was like, "Why is the show called er? er?" I can read. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense.
0: All right, lady, what's your what's your next one?
1: Um, so my next one, it's not technically a death, uh
0: huh, okay. but
1: I of like when I remember watching it, and it kind of felt like one. So, um. Oh, obviously most of the majority of the population here are Hoovians. And I don't know if anybody can ever forget 10 regenerating into 11.
4: That was rough. And it's watching,
1: awful. watching David Tennant, like, cause at that point I just remember thinking like, I don't know if this is the doctor or if this is the actor. But like when he just looks looks out and just says, "I'm I don't want to go." Like, oh, it's just so much, and like the whole thing with him and Rose, and it's so it's just too much to take. It was it was awful. It was gut wrenching, and it was the reason why I didn't watch another Doctor Who episode for six months. Was I was not ready to to meet Eleven yet. I just needed to deal with my feelings about Ten leaving. So it was just awful. I I hated it. I hated it so much. I just wanted him to be the doctor forever.
0: Yep, I agree. I loved it. <sighs> I, just, I loved eleven too. Eventually, but yeah, ten. That's
1: was- the thing is, like now that I've lived with eleven for a while, I really do. I love eleven, but I ten's always going to have that really special place in my heart because he had that perfect balance of really goofy humor, but very sincere. Um motivation you know genuinely like and he could be very serious you know so when that happened it was just very you know well i don't want you to go either i want you to stay and it was awful
2: so just since we're on the topic anyway the one that i i had that one is my list as well but the, the one that i always for, forget to mention and, and it needs to be brought up is the ninth doctor he was so underrated
1: I love the ninth doctor. The ninth doctor is actually um friend of the show. Andrew Parker's favorite.
2: He's my favorite doctor.
1: He's a great Eccleston is a great doctor. Yeah. And his yes. last words to Rose. I always really appreciate. Yes. <laughs> there there.
2: Sorry.
0: All right. Uh, have a whole
1: show about that.
0: And yeah, no joke. Um, my next one is actually from a comic book. Um, I think I can't remember. If I had started. Yeah. I definitely started watching the walking dead. I think it was only the first season. The only, you know, the six, the six episode season i had started watching the season and I had asked for, um, uh, several of the compilations of the comic books. Um, I didn't care for Lori's character in the TV show. She was, she was a bitch. I didn't care for her character. Um, didn't really care that you know when she was you know taken out in the show. It was like, all right, good, finally, lori has gone. We don't have to deal with her anymore. Phew. Not so much in the comic. Um, in the comic, uh, spoiler alert. If anyone doesn't want to hear this, might want to close your ears for a second. Um, in the comic book, uh, it, the governor is raiding the uh the prison, and. uh um, he has a tank and things are going to shit. There's zombies everywhere or whatever. And they're basically like, all right, things have gone to hell. We've got to get out of here. So everyone starts running and it, you turn the page and it's just both pages, full page. Um, Lori gets shot in the back with a shotgun and it blows through her and kills the baby as well.
1: Cool. This is awful.
0: It's graphic, it's horrifying, and I remember as I turned the page and saw it, my jaw just dropped, and I was just like,
1: oh shit.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that was rough. Uh, I've never been hit like that in a comic book before. Uh, that's the, that's the one time that I can honestly say a comic book really got me. Uh, but yeah, like I said, her character in the TV show, not so much. Her character in the book, I, I, in the comic, I really liked, and yeah, when, when uh, when she died, that was that was hard. That was hard to do. So, uh Si, what's your next one? Hmm. You know, I'm kind of
3: I'm kind of done. I don't I, I don't want to do this anymore. This is <laughs> okay.
0: That's fine because I not I've only got one more left on my list too. So, uh Ray,
2: uh, we haven't even talked about actors yet. No, we haven't. Do you are have we saving characters? Are we
1: saving actors till the end? Yes. Okay. okay.
2: All right. So I won't go there just yet. Um. So other than like Harry Potter, there there was a bunch of books there, or a bunch of characters in Harry Potter when I read the books. Uh, Snape and Fred Weasley and oh, those
1: are literally the other two I have on my list.
2: <laughs> yeah. So so those are pretty hard. Uh. But what I'm gonna, what I'll pick instead, um, just to change it up. I'm going to go to comic book as well. But for me, it was Gwen Stacy.
1: <gasps> um, oh, Oh,
2: you know, Spider-Man swoops down, catches her, thinks he th- th- mm-hmm. saves her. And, you know, that was, that was pretty crazy.
4: It's awful.
2: So, and uh, yeah, in the comic books, it's just, yeah, enough said. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see here on Jay's list
0: uh he has two different ones for video games uh i'll just go and read them both i remember one of these i don't remember which i think it was that character uh alex mason from black ops 2 and sergeant roach from modern warfare modern warfare 2 uh yeah those some of those deaths were crazy in those games i i don't remember which one was which i just remember when it happened i was like what the fuck yeah. so Yeah. Tough, tough stuff. Uh, especially, you know, like I said, video games and books, I mean, movies, because they're so visual, uh, definitely, you know, kind of get their hooks into you, but playing something like a video game or reading something like a book, you know, you, you have generally have more time to get associated with the character. So usually when a death like that happens, it it tends to kind of hit you harder. So, um, we'll make this the final round. So if you want to throw in two or three or there, you need to go ahead. Um, before we move on to any actors, so Lainey, uh, any any you know if you need honorable a honorable yeah.
1: Um, so another one of these isn't a death, but in Homeward Bound, you straight up think Shadow is dead for like what feels yep. like an eternity. Yeah, that, that was tough. wrecked me as a child. I cannot. This is I do not watch dog movies.
0: Animal death is, is tough. Yeah, I don't
1: watch any movie that has an animal like. If I feel like that animal's going to die, I'm not going to watch it. I won't go see that new movie, The Dog's Purpose. I can't do it. Oh, I yeah, just know. I know it's going to happen, and I'm not going to be able to handle it because it makes me too upset, and I just have to sit with Molly for, like, three days afterwards and just tell her I love her on a constant loop. So I really I can't.
3: What about Marley and me? You weren't a fan of Marley and me? Oh,
1: Marley. Don't even get me started. No. Okay. Wait, when Marley and me go. came out, go, I was right working.
2: Here,
1: <laughs> when I was, when Marley and me came out, I was working at a vet clinic. Oh no. Yeah. And we had a dog come in with this, this same, um, stomach issue that the dog in the book. It was awful. It was just horrible. I I can't, I can't do Marley and me.
0: Oof. Same here. So, oh, God. Fingers, Lister sad. Dogs? Nope. Oh, do
1: it. it's too much. I can't. So, but yeah, Shadow from Homeward Bound. Like I said, not a real death, but like, like I said, I can't even watch Homeward Bound. Like the idea of those animals getting lost and just like, it's too sad. So, <laughs> um, but, um, Shadow from Homeward Bound and then, um, Ellie in Up. Yep. Oh my god! I forgot about
0: that. How did I, I forget about that? that?
1: First of all, that movie—the first ten minutes of that movie—there's no words, and it's still a better love story than Twilight. But it's
0: still a better love story than ninety percent of other anything. Movies. Yeah. But
1: when Ellie passes, and just oh, it's so—I have a very soft spot in my heart for those like grumpy old grandpas in movies. Yeah, I just love them. I just feel like they would like me, and I think we would all get along really well. I just—I love them.
2: We, uh, we sat down to watch that movie with the kids.
1: Did you prepare and them?
2: We didn't know.
1: So <gasps> we didn't know. We <gasps> okay, well, we that, anytime it. you watch any Disney movie, Ray, you guys just send me a quick message first.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we didn't know you then. But <laughs> so, uh, wow. yeah, we, we would sat down, and both Chris and I were looking at each other like,
1: what the hell is this? This is, this is awful. What the hell? Grown oh, yeah. men cry in that movie. Oh, like it's When I thing.
0: watched that movie, it was when Christy and I were still um, – Still going through infertility treatments. So, yeah.
1: It was too much. Like, that, that was
0: rough. Oh, because at that time, we didn't know if we were going to be able to get pregnant or not. Oh, that was that's tough. Awful. I mean, that's
1: brutal. Oh, so. that movie. That movie is so good. But like I said, that beginning is just a heartbreak and a half. It's awful. Yep. But, yeah, that for sure. And then I also have um, – I don't know if you all watch Friday Night Lights. <sighs>
0: No, I've heard nothing good stuff about it. It's
1: a great show, but there's a death that happens in Friday Night Lights and it's not one of the characters, it's actually the character's father. But the effect that this death of his father has on him because it's it's one of the main character's dads and his when his dad dies like it's this whole big thing because he's had such a rocky relationship with his dad he's like star quarterback of the football team and he's trying to make all of that work he is taking care of his grandmother who is slowly um getting for deeper and deeper into I think dementia like all of this stuff keeps happening to Matt Saracen and you just keep wondering like when is he finally gonna break and then his dad dies and it's like it's all truly left up to him and it's awful like he makes this he does this big monologue towards the end of the episode and you just weep openly because you feel horrible for him it's just oh it was it was a lot I remember watching that episode and bawling my eyes out and again having to sit with that for a couple of days because it hit me so hard so
0: awesome Oh, yeah. such yeah. a next good not, show next time we see Jay I'm kicking him in the ass All right, uh... was,
1: how dare he oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I I didn't have this one on my list, but I've just got a couple more to throw on there. Uh, Yeah, one of the other ones that I thought about that just really hit me was um, uh, talking going back to Doctor Who was uh, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on their name. The couple
1: Pond and Rory.
0: Pond and Rory.
1: Come along, pond. Oh,
0: Jesus, when they not when they took both of them out at the same time, I just mm-hmm. like. Oh. Yeah, that hit me hard. You couldn't, uh, you,
2: you couldn't do just one of them though. Yeah. No, no, like,
0: that would I don't know if that would have been more heartbreaking or not, but yeah, that was that, that was wrong.
1: That came on when Eugene and I were in Tyler for Christmas, <laughs> and it was just like happening in the background, and I kept having to like look away because I was like, if I watch this. I will be inconsolable for the rest of the night. Yep. And I don't have time for this.
0: Um, uh, the last one on my list, uh, and this one didn't hit me as like a, like made me like sad, I guess to say, or like it didn't like make me cry. It didn't like cause me to tear up or anything. It just hits me from a uh, an emotional standpoint. Um, and that is the character's name is Ben. He, he only has one name. His name is Ben. But uh, he's the black guy from um, the original Night of the Living Dead. To me, he is still the most realistic character in a horror movie ever. Like, he he generally cares about other people. He's trying to save them. But when they're doing stupid shit, he's going to let them know. And he's like, nope, I'm sorry. You're going to be an idiot. I've, I've got to let you go because I can't save you and me. So I, I, he was just – like I said, he's the smartest Character I've ever seen in uh, in in a a horror movie, and then to go all the way to the end to actually survive the fucking zombie apocalypse, and is mistakenly shot. Just was like, no, how the fuck did you kill him? So yeah, that that was rough for me. I was like, that movie still, that movie is so groundbreaking even today. Like I fucking love that movie. Uh, but yeah, ben, 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 watching Ben's character was, was rough. So, uh, said he's out, uh, right. Got any other, uh, honorable mentions? Uh,
2: the only other one for character that I have left is the one that, uh, Laney was going to bring up and, uh, I'll just keep that one closed.
0: Okay. All right. Um, the last thing that we, we added on there was, uh, a, uh, actor, actress, uh, musician, whoever you wanted to throw in there. I kept mine limited to one, but if you have more than one, go ahead and mention. So, uh Lainey?
1: So, the one I think that impacted me the most, and there were a lot this last year that, like, really got to me, but when I really think about, like, celebrity deaths and the ones that have really made me feel something, the one that really stands out to me is Robin Williams.
4: Yep, that was yep. tough.
1: Robin Williams... I don't know. I feel like Robin Williams like babysat me as a kid. You know what I mean? Like I grew up with him. I, Uh I watched just about everything that he did that was, you know, appropriate. It wasn't, but um, (laughs) you know, I did. I grew up with him. He was the genie. He was Mrs. Doubtfire. He was all of these characters that I loved so much when I was growing up. And then for him to go out the way that he did was just, like a slap in the face and it just killed me. Like I remember too, like we were, what were we doing? Cause I remember this happening and like my, I just like had like a total meltdown. No, I was packing up my, my room in like my childhood house and just like watching, like I just had like Netflix going or whatever and not thinking anything of it. I was like, Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire on Netflix. I'm going to watch this. It was the worst one-two punch that I have ever experienced.
4: Wow. That's oh tough. my
1: God. It was awful. Like it was just too much. But yeah, like that, I, and I remember like I kept thinking, I was like, why am I getting so upset? Like I did not know this man personally, but it did. Like that was an awful celebrity death that.
2: Well, it, it hit felt me. Like, it felt like he got through it, right? You, you. You felt like okay. We, if you wouldn't be surprised if you heard about it from the '80s version of Robin Williams,
1: right? But for but him to
2: come as far as he has, as
1: far and yeah. it was awful, absolutely yeah. awful.
2: We had uh we had a Robin Williams marathon, and then uh, and then I drew uh, a couple of pictures uh, after that one. So
1: I love that. I wouldn't let anybody talk to me about it <laughs> for a really long time. Mm-hmm.
0: The one that got me the most uh hands down, like you said the, if I think of a celebrity death, the one that always comes back to me is uh, John candy
2: oh,
0: yeah. i was at, I was in high school, I was watching channel One, and they announced it, and I remember everyone who was paying attention that heard it was just like like I just sat back in my seat and because it was like our our home period, so you know we were supposed to be doing homework or whatever. And I just sat there, like the whole time. I, I I don't think I ever did anything the rest of that period. I don't even remember if I talked that much the rest of the day. I was just like so, like how is he gone? Like it's fucking John Candy. Like yeah. Uncle yeah, Buck was- is dead. What the fuck, man? Like yeah, that was. was I I couldn't wrap my I couldn't wrap my brain around it, uh, because man, I loved him. He was. So many of his roles I love, you know, to this day. Uh, But, yeah, and, you know, all these these stories come out afterwards and stuff about how, like, if he was filming a movie and, like, it happened to be Valentine's Day, he bought roses for every single woman, married or not, whatever, for Valentine's Day. He did shit like that. Like, he was such a class act of a guy. And then we lost him. That just –
1: that's <sighs>
0: That sucked.
1: I think we need another round of that one-in-one-out episode that we did not too long ago where we trade oh, celebrities. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no joke.
1: Uh Cyrus?
3: Well, this year was... Ugh,
1: Awful. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. valley of death.
3: I think about Gene Wilder, you know.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That one,
3: that one was, uh, very emotional, you know? It was like, Robin Williams was huge. Gene Wilder was the, I was like, oh my God,
4: really?
1: Well, yeah. to find out that he had been suffering was just like,
3: you know, you go back when, when you lose one of these famous people and you look at, you learn things about him you never knew and you, mm-hmm. you, you go back and you find out the character of the person a little bit, a little bit clearer, and uh yeah, just another one of those guys that nobody had anything bad to say about, you know that everybody uh genuinely is gonna miss and had so many positive like smiles when they're talking about him. you know yeah mm-hmm. you know like that's how you can tell somebody really really likes somebody when they just smile when they talk about them and uh you know to see like Mel Brooks
4: you
3: know, t- telling stories about various different things or different celebrities talking about, you know? Yeah. It, obviously he was a great actor and comedian and, and everything, but uh, he was uh, tremendously giving to young actors and, and people trying to figure out how to, you know, who they're going to be and what they're, you know, how they're going to do it. And, Yeah, you know, there's so many stories that people were sharing about things that he did for them, you know, showing up at their rehearsals and their plays when, you know, they had, you know, just like very giving guy, very giving guy. He cared a lot about the young people. Yep. Stupid 2016.
1: Seriously. I'll say that 2016 had like the highest volume of like celebrity deaths that like really meant something to me. That was awful. We started off with Alan Rickman and then it was just Ugh. like bing, bang, boom. It was awful.
3: I mean, at the end, it finishes off and it can't, it's like greedy, you know? It's like,
1: it really was. It was like, oh, hey, you haven't had enough. I'm going to take Princess Leia too. Suck it. It was awful. And her mom. And her mom.
2: Uh, Uh, Ray? Well, y'all just stroked three lists, uh, three of the names off my list. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 2016 for, for Carrie Fisher and Alan Rickman. I mean, Alan Rickman. Oh, God. Uh, he he looked after all those kids on Harry Potter. Yeah,
4: he did. (laughs)
2: Looking out for them. And then, uh, he loved that, uh, that the, um, kid that played uh Weasley. Um drew oh. a horrible picture <laughs> Rupert, of him. And oh Rupert it.
1: Grant. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so so those hit me hard, but if uh if I'm gonna be honest, um one that was somewhat recent hearing about Uncle Phil, uh James Avery.
1: Oh God, that was awesome from Fresh
2: Prince. Yeah, when he passed away. Oh, that yeah. was that one hit me because I he grew up as a father figure. Like, when I was growing up, like that was definitely a father figure. I, I you know, I love that show. So, yeah, that was awful.
3: Yeah, stupid. Man, we don't ever need to do this kind of a show again. Ever.
1: This you know? <laughs> is. This is terrible. I don't know
3: why anybody would want to listen to this show. I know. Because misery loves company. Yeah, uh, it does. I, I'm not listening to this
1: one. Well, it's like no. I said about the crime. I have
0: to <laughs> because I have to make sure there's no problems with it. But um the ones that Jay had on his list were Carrie Fisher, Robin yeah. Williams, yeah. John Candy, and George Carlin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, George, George Carlin was rough. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Remember Phil Hartman? Oh, see, the one the thing That's that awful. Hartman. The reason why Hartman hit so hard was the way that he died. He died, Yeah. yeah. It <sighs> wasn't
1: sick or anything like that. That was awful.
0: Perfect health and yeah, just mm. so. Man,
1: I say by the way, Prince was a very close second on my list.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I figured he was going to be on your list. So. Oh god. In st- in I still elevator. miss
1: Prince. I still miss Prince. Like Every now and then like I'll st- like something'll come on and I just I still think about him. Yeah.
0: Speaking I of Alan's Purple Rain. Speaking of Alan Rickman though, uh uh if you if you when you if when you get around to watching the movies with Mikey and he he does Robin Hood <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I think every time he refers to Alan Rickman, it's uh, Alan motherfucking Rickman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you know what, Alan motherfucking Rickman. Because yeah. yeah, if
1: you want a good little Alan Rickman movie too, go watch Dogma. That's a great movie. I, I oh, adore yeah. Dogma.
0: There's a oh, lot weird. of people that don't care for it. I, I loved Dogma. Dogma, and he That's was great. the bomb in that. That's
1: movie. talk about a movie with layers. That's a great oh, yeah. movie.
0: That is a good. Oh, movie.
1: Dogma's awesome.
0: Yep. Well that is our episode. Uh
1: sorry guys. Yeah, sorry. Uh we'll we be back next week or with or something pan? more
0: uplifting, I promise. Um Are no more, no more recommendations pan? from Jay. Um geez. Let's move on to our picks and pants for the we week. Go. Uh I'm gonna start. Uh, last night I stayed up late and I finished Westworld. Ooh, so, oh, man,
1: I watch the- I've watched yes. one episode of the whole thing.
0: Okay. I okay. Remember. Now I have. I will be very honest. I have not. I, I, I'm several seasons behind on uh, Game of Thrones. I'm several episodes behind on uh, 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 The Walking Dead.
1: Girl, you need to catch up on Game of Thrones. I need to talk to you about it. Okay.
0: Uh, all I can say at this point is stop watching all those other shows. Whatever. Fuck all of those other shows. Whatever. The Westworld is right now my favorite TV show, maybe ever. Oh, my God. There's so many layers to this show. Number one, I love science fiction. I love the Old West. This is like – this is not just – this is like – this isn't just peanut butter and jelly that's been mixed together and it's fucking great. This is like you threw everything else in there that's fucking great. This is – the acting is great. The special effects are great. I cannot wait so I cannot wait for you to watch this show because I can't wait to talk to you about it. In fact, sometime or another, Ray, y'all finished it, right? Yep. Okay, sometime or another we're gonna have to get online and we're gonna have to talk about it because I've got so many feelings. Okay, okay. I will watch it. I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna download the episodes and I'm gonna watch them this week.
0: Oh my god, it is so
3: good. <laughs>
0: And the thing that's killer, the thing that kills me about it is it leaves. It's such a good close to the first season. And we have to wait till 2018 to get any more because they're like, Nope, we're going to take our time and do good job on this. And I'm just like, and then you find out that a fucking Nolan brother fucking wrote it. You're just like, well, of course, of course, because reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. If you have not watched Westworld, Go Just watch Westworld.
2: I, I will warn you, Cy, it's a slow build.
0: Uh, it is a bit of a slow build, but once you get to about the ooh, the seventh episode, is when shit gets real. Even the sixth, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Don't
3: want to hear nothing else. Nothing.
0: Yeah, no, 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 I'm not going to say anything else. So. Uh, Lainey, uh, pick your pan for the week.
1: My pick is um, a little YouTube series, which, um, I don't know if you friends on the show all know this. I know Eugene has an idea. I fucking love drag queens. And I've been getting like really deep into like old seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and one of the drag queens on one of those seasons who I love has this YouTube series, which the premise of it is something I totally hate, um, because it's all about like reviewing, like commenting on other Ridiculous web videos, but something about the way that Willem Belly does it is fucking hilarious. But yeah, it's called Beat Down with Willem, and it's so fucking funny. I could watch it for hours, and that was actually why I was late like, getting onto the show tonight. So uh, it's just oh, it's so funny. In fact, that's what I'm going to go watch after this horribly depressing show that we've just recorded. So,
0: Well, there you
3: go. Uh, Sai, so pick a pan for the week. I have a pick and a pan, and it's both the same thing. I Here know exactly what you're going to say. Go for it, dude. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. Uh, we got our big Nintendo Switch show, and we've had a couple more things that have happened since. A little so treehouse and all this kind of stuff. I know if you're not really familiar with the terminology, uh, basically, uh, Nintendo showed off their new game console. It's a hybrid system that's both a portable and a home console, but it's more portable, I think. But it, it's the same, it, it works for both. Um, so they had a big show in Japan and they showed it off. The next day they had a, uh, like a live five hour stream where they showed off a whole bunch of games and stuff. And there's every day they're, they're saying more about it. They're building it up. It's coming out March 3rd. Um, launch title, uh, well, there's a couple games coming out at launch. First, the biggest game is Zelda. Obviously, it's a launch title. I have gorgeous. Yes. I have it reserved and I have the, switch reserved but uh, this thing was uh, was uh, obviously um, there's a lot to love about the Nintendo switch and the reveal and everything and then there's a lot to not and if uh, you want to know more about my uh, conflicting feelings about all that go to my channel on YouTube and you'll see me because I'm gonna be doing some videos discussing how I felt how I felt about how the Japanese handled their shitty press conference. Uh, Um, is a game rambling on for tomorrow? No, we're not doing it tomorrow. We did two shows the night of this and we've decided to not do another game rambling this quick. We're going to wait until next Sunday. Although we may have, we, we might have a new audio show coming, uh, called group rambling or something to that effect. That's what I'm calling it right now. Uh, Not group therapy, but <laughs> I figured game-rambling, group-rambling, I don't know. But basically that would be like several different hosts from all over the place, different YouTube personalities that we come together and we do like a roundtable discussion of gaming topics. Um, nice. So you would be invited to that too, Eugene.
0: Cool, may. yeah. I would, yeah, I have to jump on there sometime, so. Yeah.
2: Uh, Ray Pickerpan. Uh One of each. Okay. Uh, My pen for tonight is this show. (laughs) (laughs) That's a first. Just just this episode. Okay. Uh, Damn, that was, yeah.
0: Yeah, Jay, I'm not listening to you anymore, dude. (laughs)
2: Yeah, what the Uh, fuck? (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, my pick uh is uh hockey related, of course. Uh the Toronto Police are in currently a playoff spot. They have won nine of their last eleven games and dear God are they on a tear. So uh yeah. Really happy with the Toronto Maple Police right
1: now. Well there you go. I love it. Go sports! Puck. I want to know more about hockey so bad. I want to watch so much hockey so bad.
2: Hey, you got you got to uh, don't watch tonight's game in Dallas. No, but <laughs> you do have a team in Dallas, so
1: we do have a team in Dallas. We do, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I watched some practice once, and it was very entertaining.
0: I have been to two like. Minor league hockey games. Unfortunately, I went to, like, one of their all-star ones, which, you know, being the all-star one, they didn't really, like, put forth a bunch of effort uh, because it wasn't a season game. The other game that I went to was fucking awesome uh, because they were just starting the league around here, and I got seats right up on the glass, and, like, they were laying into each other, and it was awesome. I
1: love that. Uh, not only are they crazy tall and crazy strong, but they're crazy fast and they beat the shit out of each other. It's awesome.
2: So I love me some hockey.
1: Love it.
0: Well, that is our show for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're not overly depressed, uh, if you would go to (laughs) iTunes or Stitcher or uh, Google play, wherever it is, you watch or listen to the episode and uh, give us a five star rating. It does help get the word out there. Um, also, seriously, like tell your friends about the show. We we picked up some new listeners, uh some people. Hey guys. That
1: to. Sorry to bum you out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh so uh hopefully yeah, go back and listen to some of the other episodes. We we tend to be a little happier, but uh, uh yeah, definitely I mean, tell your friends about it because I'm sure there's at least one episode that, you know, they'll find something that they'll really like. Uh that's one of the nice things about the show is we do lots of different topics. So um you can find the site on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Epically Geeky. Of course, you can find it at the actual website, epicallygeeky.com. Uh, you can also find our individual adventures online. Where can we find you online, Cyrus Martin? Go to YouTube. Look for Video Game Virus
3: or Cyrus Martin, and you'll find me in either one of those. Uh, or uh, go to VidMe. I'm also on VidMe.com. You can check me out there. Or just go to VideoGameVirus.com.
0: Lady, where can we find you online?
1: You can find me on um, you find me Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at it's a laney Bird, and you can also find me every couple of weeks on the uh, Epic Rhythm and Blues podcast.
2: Yes, you can. Uh, Ray, where can we find you online? Uh, best place would be uh, here on this podcast, of course, and then uh, on Instagram you can find me at uh, just search for Lake Life Artist.
0: Yes, I saw you posted some uh, some frame arm framed artwork.
2: Yeah, I was pretty happy that that got out. Very cool, very cool. You can
0: follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for everyone on the site. Have a good night.